Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Hi, welcome to episode six of the Ron Spomer Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Ron Spomer, inviting you to join me for yet another revealing look back through the trials and tribulations of a longtime hunter and a freelance outdoor writer, me. You know, hunting season is coming up and my wife has been looking for some hunting stories in some of my old magazines and she came across a stack of successful hunter magazines. Uh, back about 10-15 years ago, I wrote a column on the back page called One More Shot and they gave me a lot of leeway there to write about silly things sometimes and trying to be funny, but I hit on, on one. The idea was the meat buck excuse and anyone who's ever hunted knows this one. You know, we, we all want to get the big buck, but we can always use the excuse that we shot a small one because we were really just looking for meat. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, I am always hunting for meat, but the allure of the antlers cannot be overlooked. So that was sort of the impetus for this article or this story idea. And it appeared in, let's see, this is the July, August 2011 issue of Successful Hunter, so it wasn't all that long ago, and I titled this one, The Meat Buck Excuse, and this is how it goes. In the pantheon of great hunter excuses, nothing holds a candle to the meat buck excuse. This is the all-purpose, do-everything, get-out-of-jail-free card, but it comes at a price, a steep price. Every hunter who has ever breathed has set his or her sights on the mighty stag, the 30-point buck, the Boone and Crockett world record. We might not admit this, but deep inside, we've all harbored this secret wish. Most of us still do, season after fruitless season. Hope springs eternal, and it always has. Take a flashlight back into your neighborhood cave and you'll see pictographs of little deer and sheep and bison with huge horns and antlers. Trophy lust has been going on for a long, long time and the meat buck excuse rides with it. The average eager kid getting his first gun immediately describes how he's going to slay the mighty Jabberwocky. The smart kids say nothing, more details about them later. But the normal kids, the braggarts like me, are sure to let mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, uncle, Bob, all the cousins, even the weird one. And half the town know that old mossy horns days are numbered. 
Never mind that five generations of town folks have been laying for old mossy horns ever since Lars Gunderson first missed him in the blizzard of 08. This year, old mossy horns gets it, cause there's a new kid in town. Alas, reality soon kicks in. Since an average of 1,613 kids come of age and get their first year's license in any given county in any given year, only one will actually shoot old mossy horns. Now, this will be a 12-year-old girl who borrowed Grandpa's 20-gauge model 870, the one without the sights that she's never fired before. She'll drill old mossy from 10 yards, aiming right-handed with her left eye from inside a cardboard refrigerator box her dad set up in the corner of the bean field behind the barn. The rest of the kids will, will get their first lesson in the need for alibis. Fortunately, there are plenty of those. Over the years, we hunters have piled on a surfeit of excuses for failing to get Mr. Big. One of the more dependable is, my scope got knocked off sight. Yeah, another old standby is, I accidentally grabbed the wrong ammo. Because so much deer hunting is done during extreme cold, my thumb was so froze I could, couldn't get the safety off. That one's not only perennially viable, but it also earns sympathy points for stoicism. But regardless how many wonderful excuses we find at our disposal, year in and year out, the most dependable remains the meat buck excuse. As in, you can't eat horns. I only hunt for meat bucks. Good, tender, tasty ones like this little six-pointer. Hal, what a noble excuse for never getting the big one. Who can argue against a man or woman so self-sacrificing as to forego the glories of taking old mossy horns in order to provide the best steaks and roasts for their family? The only better excuse is a subset of the meat buck excuse, and that's the meat dough excuse. This one really takes the pressure off. And users score bonus points for conservation ethics. They sacrifice their annual chance for the big buck in order to curtail the overpopulated herd, reduce crop depredation, and minimize deer vehicle collisions. It almost brings a tear to your eye. By the time I was admitted into the horde of frustrated old mossy horn hunters, which was a depressingly long time ago, the meat buck alibi was already antiquated. It dated back to the Pleistocene when Org dragged a jackrabbit back to his cave and, by way of explanation, said to his wife, You can eat mammoth tusks. But the farmers in my neck of the woods, well, cornfields actually, had fine-tuned this classic excuse and sneaked in the meat dough variant so smoothly that no one but neophyte hunters like me, age 14, who had yet to be humiliated through an entire season, objected. The rest knew better than to burn an alibi they themselves might someday need. Well, while you can tease a fellow hunter who shoots a smallish buck, say something sporting less than 170 inches of B and C antlers, it's pretty hard to humble one who claims to have intentionally shot a doe. Hey, are, are those a couple of ears sticking out of the back of your pickup? They weren't called trucks in those days. Trucks were large machines that hauled tons of grain or cattle. Pickups were just big enough to run to the feed store and pick up a few things. Is that a doe? That doesn't look like old mossy horns. Of course not. Tough old devil like that. What fool would want to eat that? Yeah, but all those points, 
Glenn Meyer said he seen him in the headlights right in his driveway day before the season. He counted 33 points, at least, maybe more. Who wouldn't want to bag that one? Well, anyone with a lick of sense like me can't eat horns. Ah, uh, well, sure. Uh, yep. Uh, you're sure about that? Yeah. Well, here, obviously, is a hunter experienced just enough to appreciate the potential in the meat dough excuse, yet still optimistic enough to hope he could steal bag old mossy horns. Yeah, there's no doubt a fat old dry dough like this one you got here is a trophy. Trophy eaten. But still, well, you know, you gotta admit, a towering rack of horns is pretty hard to resist. Now, on the surface, this seems a solid philosophical position. The young hunter is trying to leave himself open for his chance at the big buck, yet he's admitting he sees the sense in the Mito excuse, and he can reach for that lifeline when he needs it, which in the future he surely will. But this is a false hope, for he fools no one. We all know he really wants to bag the big buck, and he'll try pulling out the meat buck crutch when he is forced to settle for a weekly antlered buck and running lowly meat doe excuse right up the flagpole when he can't even hunt up a small buck. No, sir, while the meat buck excuse will indeed cover all occasions, it is an all-or-nothing commitment. The year you shoot a big buck, or observed so much as flinging a shot in his direction, you're busted. Everyone will know you've been fudging all along. Your credibility will fall farther than the politicians. The smart kids mentioned earlier, the ones who don't go bragging about the big bucks they'll shoot someday, they have the potential to use the meat buck excuse over a lifetime. From the very beginning, their motives are essentially pure and impeachable. As long as they shoot only small bucks or does, they command the moral high ground and cannot be teased for their failure to get old mossy horns. But the rest of us know, deep down, they'd really like to. Yeah, well, I think that's probably a fairly accurate description of how we approach this game. You know, we definitely want to hunt for meat, but you cannot deny large antlers. And they're really important, and they're also appreciated by the very deer and, and bulls and bucks that we hunt. I mean, this is nature's creation for a darn good reason. It, uh, it certifies that its carrier is a strong, healthy animal with the good genetics and the ability to evade predators and find plenty to eat. And grow large and strong. It's just, it's like Miss America or Mr. Universe. All the contests that we use to qualify human beings as wonderful genetic specimens. So the deer themselves will recognize this. Uh, for instance, some caribou researchers once put on an, a costume, just the head of a caribou bull with fake antlers. And when they put on antlers that were smaller than the antlers of the herd bull that they were approaching, all the cows would go off with the herd bull and ignore them. But if they stuck on large antlers, bigger than the herd bulls, the cows would actually abandon the real caribou bull and follow the researcher around because they were impressed by his trophy antlers. So don't feel too guilty for appreciating trophy antlers. Uh, and the nice thing about hunting is that we can have our antlers and eat them too, so to speak. You, you enjoy the antlers while you're enjoying the venison. We've got the best of all worlds here in the great outdoors of Mother Nature where hunters are truly 
conservationists when they do things right. And this is Ron Swomer urging you to do things right. Until next time, tune in and we will find another adventure from the past of an outdoor writer. Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.